M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details hi i'm francis Callier. and i'm angela v shelton we are frangela and welcome to the, the final word the final word with Frangela. The final word. 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 That's right. Here we are. Just what is it like? Fifty days? How many days left? This. Too many days are left. And they seem determined to make them as long as possible. Really quickly, we want to remind you that we have a sexy liberal virtual tour show what? coming up September 26th. You can go to sexyliberal.com, pick up the, the link, and, you know, get off to sexy liberal land. That's right. You can see shows one through three if you haven't already seen them and get your tickets for show four and the happy hour or what do you call it? Not the happy hour, the uh, hangover brunch. Yes. And the next day and, and the, the VIP. VIP if there are tickets still available. But the shows have been great. They're so much fun. They are every week better or every show better and better and just really cool guests. And I know that you're going to have a great time. And yeah. It is a great time. Yes. And so if you want to go and get your politics rocks off, Come get them off at the Sex and Liberal. That's right. That's right. And we also want to remind you, you can become a friend on Patreon. Thank you so much to everybody who has become. A lot of people have signed up in the last couple of months. We truly, truly appreciate your support. We really appreciate it, as does Verizon, AT&T, my landlord, your landlord, everybody, everybody. would like to thank you yes, uh, yes. for your for your support and, and your love. And you get something back for your support. Do you know what you get? You get micro idiots and they're hysterical. It's three micro idiots a week and, and some, they write to you and stuff. It's totally fun. Yeah. Check and it out. Go to Cameo. You can get a specialized video from Frangela for a birthday, anniversary, Pep take a time, go to sleep. Whatever you need. Yes. And you can go to Frangela.com to get all your Frangela swag needs. Yeah, yes. you can do that. Shirts, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just to check in. Yeah. And make sure you check us out on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show on Fridays. Yes. Black Power Hour. And then you can also check out all the podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. And please do, because they're all amazing. Let's talk about Trump being visibly distressed over the Atlantic story fallout. 
from the claims that he disparaged the military. Called them we, suckers and losers. As he and, always has. As he always, always has. has. You know what? This is what I don't understand. Let me, let me, let me, let me tweak my mouth up to say this. You at the grave site of a man's son. You got the nerve. He's a fallen hero. Yo, 4F foot blistering ass. It's heel spurt. He's whatever, heel the, spurt. whatever the fuck is wrong with his feet. Well, it's bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Little Miss Healthy you, Heels. You, <laughs> healthy Heels. Over here. You little Miss. Know. I need you a t-shirt that says Little, little Miss Healthy Heels. He's lucky this was back then because I don't think the military has those kind of rules anymore. I think now your heels can be a straight up raunchy mess mess and they'll be like, you can still march. (laughs) They're not going to care. But back then they were like, "Mm." Mm, your heels, his heels might be. Plus his dad is wealthy, so he can't possibly, you know. Angela, what's a man without his heels? (laughs) What is a man without his heels? He's at a casual event. That's what I'm hearing. It's a casual event. Didn't require heels. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Trump, the, the problem that Trump has is Trump, as is usual, is the fact is that even if you are a supporter of Trump, what you know is he has said these things yes. openly. Yes. It is not surprising. You do believe it. And that's why you're not hearing pushback. No. You see pushback. We were just trying to verify a video yes. that Francis saw earlier today. Of Trump looking very doddering and confused. And there's different reporters, a uh, reporter alleging that this is a doctored video. Right. And so it's been pulled from Twitter. And so we were trying to figure out what's doctored, what isn't. But the truth is, you don't see that happening around the issues of calling people losers because he's done it to in front of all of us. Yeah. In fact, I don't understand why the people who support him aren't over the fact that he called them all stupid and then said, I like stupid people. Yeah. Like, I remember when he said that. Yeah. I was like, Wow. Did you just totally, like, are you that stupid? Right. And so now he's launched this unprecedented attack on military leadership that he appointed. As is his way. It is his way. Okay? And then he decided oh, to don't hold... let it be the fact that it was him who made it. That, that can't stop him from critiquing it. Exactly. Then he decided to hold a Labor Day news press conference. That was the craziest. Remember, I, ca- I called you and I was like, are you watching this? And you were like, yeah. And then at the same time, we both went, yeah, I turned away for a minute because it just went into crazy it land. It went to crazy land. Just as aides believed that the story was quieting down, mm-mm. Trump accused top Pentagon military leaders of being beholden to defense contractors. That's right. Um, uh, his, his, these are his contracts. These are his contractors. <laughs> okay. these are his He's the people. one, remember, bragging about sending a hundred, was a hundred million dollars worth of stuff to Saudi Arabia? Yes, yes, yes. He they said that he had been privately upset that more than uh, more of the top brass at the Pentagon, Pentagon hadn't defended him in the wake of the Atlantic story, and uh, some saw that this was his response to that. But but I'm going to tell you. This is a person who I mean, did he you doesn't not understand. They're not supposed the to prince? respond at all. Here's the deal: the mil- the U.S. military, they're not supposed to be responding to anything political. Period. The fact that general mil- that he that they've already allowed themselves to be used and abused the way That's they right. have is bad enough. That's but they're right. not supposed to be doing that, and they know that. And that is why he keeps thinking that everybody is pledging fealty to him. That the government works for him. This, that all these people work for him. See, because Mark Esper. The uh, defense about secretary, to lose his job Mark Esper, already had his ass slapped for being out there posing with him during the first debacle that he tried to, you know, for. Um, I don't for understand press. 
at some point, this is what I want to know. Hmm. And I know if some of you do know. Some of you are, maybe even you go to bed every night with one of these people. And I don't mean to say it like that, like them. But if you know a Trump supporter well enough that you can just sass, if you can get them in a moment, you know, after you've been laughing for a while, talking about something else, get them vulnerable, get them quiet. Am I saying drug them? No. But maybe if they have a glass of Chardonnay, <laughs> I'm just saying. But get them and then just go, hey, off the record, I'll never hold it against you. I'll never bring it up again. Deep in the dark of night, do you think that he's a bad person? Do you, th- what do you think of Trump really? Like, this is what I want to, like, just tell me, I understand that you may like what you perceive as um, his platform, which seems to be oppression of black and brown people at any cost, including your own life, white people. But um, like, I get that you may, but all that aside, do you trust this man with your life, with the life of the people you, lives of the people you care about? I, just, just, and you can still vote for him. I'm not. I'm not going to hold you accountable. I just want to know. I think, let me tell you something. Well, I believe, I think I know this answer. Mm -hmm. I believe that uh, many of them do trust him. And and, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I was thinking about this when I was in the bathroom earlier this morning. That's all you need to share about That's all you're going to (laughs) get. I was having a meeting with myself. Okay, that's again. (laughs) And I was thinking, I was like, Trump supporters. Uh, uh, For me, you can break them down into two buckets. Mm-hmm. either bad people or idiots and i don't care and here's my and problem then there's, then there's the big idiots they're both yeah, they're idiots they're who yeah, are both they're bad idiots. and i'm gonna tell you why angela i know that people want to look at people a person who can go out in the world and earn millions of dollars and say that person isn't an idiot yes they can be an idiot and also he didn't earn anything but not, not trump yeah. but anybody who, who's earned <laughs> right. who's you, right. know, you go there's a person who gets along in the world there's a false equivalency between wealth and intelligence and wealth and that is absolutely true absolutely and i'm telling you because just because you have money doesn't mean you should be able to tell anybody else how to have it that's right but absolutely and so for me that there is a false equivalence for intelligence and i look at those people and i go these are people who need an authoritarian overlord they need to have a a god to tell them what to do that their morality and issues whatever their issues are have to be directed okay do you think there's another category of trump supporter i'll go with you i agree with the first two wholeheartedly idiots and and bad, and, and bad people. people, and then bidiots, yeah, you know. Um, so it's kind of three groups, or the Venn diagram is where bidiots, you know, the join yes, up, right? Yes. I think there are a quote greater good voter, and that voter is in denial of. Let me put it this way: that voter is. I'm going to go with like white evangelicals. That's what I call a bad person. Okay, but this thing, they don't. Nobody thinks of themselves as bad. No, right? but I do. Well, yeah, but let's just say: Do you think that there's a population of these voters who they know he's stupid? They know he inherited his money and he blew it. They know he's racist. But I've heard in my life tons of tons of people, white people who've been friends and family even say of other people, oh, he's a little bit racist. Or, oh, he's got mm-hmm. some issues around Jewish people. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's basically a good guy. I think that we're, what we're seeing is a shift, a cultural shift, hopefully, that lasts in white people's understanding of what racism and prejudice means and how we all carry it in our own hearts and we all have to work on ourselves. Right. But I look, do you think that there's this group of people who they say, I think abortion is the greatest evil. I, I think the way to stop abortion is to have judges appointed who can stop it. That we have all these pr- prongs that we're trying to get to to stop what I think is the greatest evil. Yes, Trump is a liar. Yes, he's immoral. Yes, he doesn't really believe in God. Or, and, and, and he isn't a good Christian, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, all those things. But 
if he can do this, if he can stop what I consider to be this genocide of fetuses, of mm-hmm. unborn children, then the greater good, because I believe that that's the argument has, that has been sold sure, to a lot sure. of people. You know, you know where, where I put that argument? Bad Most people. people. Into, into yeah. idiots. Yeah, oh, idiots. See, I, I put, see I put, more bad people. Yeah, I put because that it's, it's a level of idiot. hypocrisy that yes. I can't get down with, but I, I do believe that um, sort of confirmation bias and, um, uh, oh, why, why am I losing it? When you hold cognitive dissonance, the yes. ability to hold two contrary points of view in your head at once. That's called stupid. It's rationalization. We, yeah. we all engage in some level of it. Yeah. You know, somebody saying they're smoking a c- cigarette complaining about um, other, people, other people not taking care of themselves. Yes. You know, it's, it's, we all have some level of, it's a unique gift of the human brain, if yeah. you will, to, to keep ourselves from thinking, seeing ourselves maybe more accurately. But I do think that there's this sliver of people who now, as I say that I believe that sliver of people exists, I also believe that they're in denial of their own prejudice, that these are people who are in denial of their own inherent misogyny and racism and all that. And, And I don't, as I've said many times, I don't care. Like, let me be clear. Yeah, of course. I love a, I love a, uh, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm down with harmony and I'm down with everybody's hearts being pure, but I also don't give a fuck. I care about policy practice and legislation. What I care about is it it, is that we don't have a white nationalist police force, which we clearly do have at this point in my opinion. And here's the thing. I care about that. This is what I, I am encouraged by is seeing these points of polling points going up of the average American be having some more awareness about what racial strife and existence in this culture. Mm-hmm. That is good. That is, you know, like I see yes. that I see people being, I don't care where you live or what's going on. I don't care what side of this you're on. You look out, you look at the news and you go, there's something afoot here. Yeah, there are it's, problems. And I will tell you that, you know, even in, in our own conversations with, with personal friends, like friends I've had from most of my life. Like I have a friend who I was talking to him and I was like, look, I stopped telling you about what gets referred to as microaggressions, exactly. but which are horrible aggressions. I stopped even telling m- most of the people I know, white friends, about them years ago because I got sick of being told that I was seeing it where it wasn't there or, or having them even subtly defend the person they don't know in this mm-hmm. in this story well maybe that's not why well maybe it was because of this or maybe it's because of that or it's like maybe I'm the person you know in this story yeah maybe the person you should be defending is me maybe <laughs> maybe a country that had slavery for centuries and and, and legalized segregation to this day you yeah. know you know like what? maybe it- I'm not crazy when I point out racism but I saying to that person in not telling you those things right. because of your reaction to them. Now you're waking up to George Floyd. You're waking up to Sandra Bland. You're waking up to Philandro Castile. You're waking up to all of these, all of these, and you're going to, to, to um, uh, all of these people, black people and black men and women being shot unarmed. And then you go, and I see it happen to them. I see it in real time. Them people go, Oh, wait a minute. I've I actually known about this my whole life. Yeah. I've, I've been hearing about this and I have not wanted to take it in. I haven't cared. Well, I haven't wanted to believe it because yeah. I, it's been easier for me to believe that there's a few, quote, bad apples, which, again, the cliche people says the few bad apples spoil the bunch. Yeah. Why we all forget that that's the end of that. And that what that means, if there's a few bad cops, they're all bad cops. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. But I, I wonder if... And here's the deal. I was happy to see on one of the news, I think it was Chris Hayes the other day, somebody finally asked one, I think it was on Labor Day, because no, it wasn't Chris Hayes, it was the show before, it was when somebody was filling in for, um, I forget who it was, was filling in for um, Nicole Wallace. But they, um, oh, it was Katie Tarr. Um, and she said, she was talking to people about this, and I lost it. Oh. 
I just totally lost it. But yeah. Katie, she said something very interesting about it. Maybe I'll remember it in a minute. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I look at this this whole moment and I go, here we are. And uh, as Americans, you know, and I, I, I look at my white friends and I'm amazed. And we have close white friends. And I'm amazed that still we have white family. Yeah, we got white family. And but I'm gonna mean like close white friends yeah, yeah. who are who are like still like I didn't know it was this bad. Oh, it's horrible. It's exhausting. That that Doc is... Rivers tears. I was we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, I I cried with him because you have like and everyone that you've seen. Um um. Charles Barkley, when he started yeah. crying, I was crying with him because it's like, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. And putting up with people questioning interactions that you have over and over again as if you're crazy, as if you're making it up, when there's nothing but proof all around you. Because either you believe that white men are just better at everything. Yeah. And that's why they're the CEOs and all the cops and all the judges. Or you have to acknowledge that something's afoot. Yeah, that there's a system <laughs> like, because in play. Both of those things can't be true, right? And I, I get that when you're successful, and I've seen it, like, we've. how many times have we seen people react oddly to, like, I'm thinking of another friend of ours whose uh, husband, now at the time they were engaged, I believe, we're at dinner and we were talking, she brought up, for whatever reason, IQ, and she brought up my IQ. Mm-hmm. And he was, didn't like that. Yeah. Um, but this is a person who has, like, went to oh, one I know of exactly a, yes, who you're talking a about. Premier university. Yes, premier. Like, I mean, world renowned premier. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to say what it is, but when I tell you it is, it is, there is no question. Yeah. That you, and this person has an, a huge advanced degree and a yeah. huge career. It's hugely successful and very smart, but unequivocally that you know that literally was pissed off by it and then started to try to act like, well, you can't know anything by IQ. I'm like, but it was cool when yours was higher. Yes. When you <laughs> thought yours was high. When you thought yours was the highest one at the table, you were down with it. Now, I didn't even participate in this conversation. I watched it between these the couple. Yeah. Because she was a little tipsy. So she defended, weirdly defended my, it was weird. But what I can tell you is, it is, we have, wit- this is not new for no. us, but seeing people wake up to it, and I, I agree with you, I think it is, it is the good thing, one of the very few yeah. good things that I also ha- had hoped to reach another way, Yeah. but, but this is where we're at, and, and I'm like, that is good, and I see the people continuing to protest, and I see, don't, you know, don't get it twisted, the minute, any conversation that you start with me about the protesting and about Black Lives Matter, where you start with looting, I'm done with you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like I don't want to. I don't. I'm done with you. Absolutely. Okay. So now we're here. We are. This is what I don't understand. What's happening with what 25 million people who have truly, truly, like hard hit, been hit by COVID e- economically, right? Oh, I can't tell you something. Hmm. You're one of them. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I am. Yeah. I am. We are. Yeah. And, um, but here's my thing. Why aren't we not in the streets when they cut off our 600 bucks? And now we're up to allowing Mitch McConnell to set the stage for a showdown for a stimulus vote with Democrats. Why is this one fucker in well. the way of millions of people 
being able to put food on the table. That is one of the many things on Angela's list of, if you watch The Politician, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's character, mm-hmm. she has her list of stupid shit in the Constitution that needs to change. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is one of the things that we need to change is this, this uh, rule slash, it's unclear to me that it's actually a rule, but it's a rule slash uh, normative or normalized behavior where the the head of the majority party in the Senate gets to decide what bills get voted on is completely undemocratic and has to stop. It, it, it is. How can you stop the flow of of government for one million? Person one and, person? And he's not the... And here's and the thing. He and it's not the president. See, this is the and thing. he's not the president of the, the United president States. The president has the power of veto. Mitch McConnell does not. No. So why, why, is we, why are we allowing this? Well... That I'm hoping with the election of so many more progressive candidates and getting, you know, some new blood in the Democratic Party and also making sure that we cement this, the Democrats control of, of Congress, we can address some of these uh, fault lines. Well, the Republicans, uh, you know, have been bickering for weeks over this bill and they introduced a one trillion dollar Republican plan that never came even came to the floor for a vote. It didn't even come to the floor, right. you guys. Well, after, yep. after all this bullshit, these people don't care about you. But but let me tell you something. But we can't find the billions, billions with a B in the PPP money that went out. But they want to they wanna sit oh, there and tell the, yeah. you about the $300 that you might need. Well, here's the deal. When you ask why we aren't in the streets, I think people are in the streets, but there's just a lot to be in the streets for. And also, people have to take care of their kids and their family. They have to... I think that when I look at my day and I am a person who I don't have children. I have a puppy yeah. and an older dog who requires he's actually senior. more care than the puppy. Yes, <laughs> but, um, but you know, um, but my day is really packed and I'm very, and so I get that people who are, everybody is caught up in and in, in trying not caught up in forced to deal with the realities of their life situations and, and sitting down and checking out what are my protest options um, isn't exactly something that everybody has the ability to do. But I think it's also about letting people know this is the best, the most important thing you can do with this time is make sure that everybody votes. Because the thing that we, if everybody votes, we win. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Uh, Schumer and Pelosi say, uh, Repub- this is a quote, Republicans appear dead set on another bill which doesn't come close to addressing the problems and it's headed nowhere. If anyone doubts McConnell's true intent is anything but political, just look at the bill. This proposal is laid with poison pills republicans know democrats will never support uh it, it is uh that's how bill, evil they are yeah it's supposed to include aid for school small businesses u.s postal service which i believe is a lie an extension of jobless benefits at 300 dollars a week down from 600 in weekly benefits which you is know bullshit. every other country the minimum that every other country is giving you countries are giving you is 800 dollars it, the six hundred was really helpful, and but still should could have that been was more. the minimum. Yeah, minimum. and I think that the fact that they that they've cut that down and that the period here's where we're about to get hit. This period of time without any of it, this is where you're see you're going to see it. And yeah. we're already seeing. I've been walking around my neighborhood and I see people have started writing in chalk, which I would recommend doing. Writing in chalk on the sidewalk. Your friends at this address are being evicted. Like we have got to pull together because, as I told a friend of ours, they can't evict all of us. No. So pull together if you're in a building make a renters union yeah you know go around and talk to your neighbors and see if you can then 
peacefully negotiate with your landlord if at all possible. And then if not, then you've got to exercise in some legal, social, you know, um, protest and, and, and do what you can. But, but let's be there for each other. Let's support each other. Let's show that we are communities that care about what happens to each other. Because, you know, we just had a friend come back from a very sad event, but she was in Austin, Texas. And, um, she was saying that she's the evictions are rolling in Texas and they're starting to hit and hurt mm-hmm. people. And we're about to see, everywhere. we're going to start seeing it nationally and to our friends. And you know what I asked, like I said last week, I asked on Facebook, I've been asking people, what are you seeing? Are you seeing people moving back? Well, and the food lines, yes. I, I'm, I think we need to stop calling it food insecurity and start calling it starving. Yeah. People are hungry. People are hungry. These are they bread don't have lines. Food. They're starving. They're bread lines. Don't get it twisted. They're this is, bread this lines. Is, this is a, and this, it might get as bad as the Great Recession. It's as bad as the Depression. It's going to get worse. Yeah. And, and we don't have time for people. Once There's a cliff that once you go off it, there really is no, no getting back. back. Exactly. And, and we all, those of us who know that we are, we are treading water you know away from that but we're not getting anywhere like somebody uh, uh you know like we're doing the best we can but the most you can kind of do a lot of us can kind of do right now is just not get worse well you s- know speaking of getting worse Sturgis motorcycle rally oh, cost one uh, cost 12.2 billion and estimated public, estimated and public health due to coronavirus spread that's, that's right say it again $12.2 billion. And That is estimated what it is going to cost. Yeah, in public health. That's right, because the 80th annual rally, it can be tied to more than 260,000 COVID-19 cases in the month since it took place in Sturgis, South Dakota, between August 7th and 16th. We just saw our de- the number of dead double. Yeah. It's going to do it again yes. before the end of this year. They're talking about close to half a million people dead before the end of this year. Yep. Half a million. When we already know that uh, how many, some people have said 90% of -hmm. these deaths could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. And I don't, what I do know is that this event and this so-called freedom of expression, you do not have the freedom to to spread around a deadly disease. Yes. And here's the thing. The average cost of treating an individual who does not die, who doesn't die. And that's, this is an average. It's not even. As a a result of contracting the virus is $46,000. They basically pointed out uh, that that would be enough to pay each of the estimated 462,182 uh, rally attendees $26, over $26,000 not to attend. They could have paid each of those people $26,000 to not come, yeah. and it would have been Better. cheaper. And healthier. And healthier for everyone. Healthier. People, people wouldn't, wouldn't be, die. Because we, don't even, we haven't even gotten to it. And this is just estimates based on following people's cell phones. There are people who aren't in, in that, right. right? Who they aren't even following who were there. So that is what we're talking about. And this is what we talk about when we, in terms of this idea that selfishness and personal freedom have now become more important than that is not patriotism. No, or this civic is so duty. far from yeah. patriotism. I can't even get my mind around it. You know, it. And, and you know, I was I was telling uh, Angela and our friend last night. My kid goes back to school. She says she's waiting to hear. You know, like everybody's talking about what they did this summer, right? She's waiting to hear everybody talk about how they were stuck at home. It's COVID. It sucks. Blah blah blah. Kids steadily going. I visited three friends, uh, three family members in three different states i wouldn't did this we wouldn't did this we wouldn't did this we like traveled you're why here. we're not going to school yeah 
you're why you're why we're we're trying to figure out how to distance learn. And my kid goes, it made me feel like I was crazy, like we're crazy, like something's no, because wrong we've been with on a lockdown. us. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, we're continuing it because we all have comorbidities. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, and it's like, if one of us gets sick in our little community, we all will. So, but this is the thing. When you think about how much people get upset about spending money on, on things that they perceive as being not worth it. Yeah. Right. Or on, you got people who don't want to spend, what is it? It's less than a penny out of every tax dollar you spend or out of all of your tax dollars goes to the arts, less than a penny, but right. people get really upset about it, but you'll spend this amount of money, billions for the Sturgis motorcycle rally? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Because you know why? That was a good use of resources? Because Trump. Yeah. Because like Trump, Trump would ever be caught on a motorcycle. It would mess up his hair. <laughs> He's not wearing that helmet or riding without one. You know, you're absolutely right, Angela. I'm absolutely right. right. But you know what? Hmm. Sometimes it's good to take a step back mm. and just to realize, you know what? It's been more than 75 years since many, many courageous soldiers, maybe even your grandparents, left home to fight for the highest possible purpose. And you can explore the new collection of untold stories from World War II now at Ancestry, okay? Let me tell you about Ancestry.com. My grandfather fought in World War II, and I am excited about looking up more stories from that period of time. The skill and the bravery of the Tuskegee Airmen and all African-American squad of fighter pilots, the incredible women who trained to become pilots and mechanics, the Japanese-American battalion that became one of America's most decorated units despite being discriminated against and put into camps as Japanese-Americans at the time. In honor of the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II, Ancestry has just released a U.S. draft card collection from World War II. With over 36 million draft cards completed by fighting age men in the United States across the country during that time whether they ended up serving or not that's right so you can look up in there and I bet you you can find somebody you related to that's right yes find and honor your ancestors who served in World War II discover the untold stories of the men and women who faced World War II with dignity and courage Discover your untold stories and more. Head to our URL at Ancestry.com slash liberal to start discovering your story today. That's Ancestry.com slash liberal. It's fun, and it's fun for the whole family. You'll have a great time. Yes. You know what else, Angela? What, Francis? Bacteria and viruses live everywhere. Your phone, earbuds, car keys, groceries, packages, wallet, even your face mask. Oh, sanitizing these items is an important part of staying healthy and safe, but can also mean using harmful chemicals that constantly need to be replaced. The Clean Phone line of products changes all that. The Clean Phone brand offers a full range of sanitizing products that use ultraviolet light. Right. This is the same technology used to sanitize hospital rooms and medical equipment. The Clean Phone products have been tested by independent laboratories and provide the best quality UV sanitizing for every need. The Clean Phone is a device designed for phones and household items. It even works as a wireless charger for your cell phone. And now... Add the new Clean Phone Wand, a portable handheld unit that can go anywhere and be used to sanitize tablets, computers, packages, groceries, and more. That's right. Go to thenewdealshop.com to select the right Clean Phone products for you. Get free FedEx two-day shipping and as an added bonus, get 10% off FDA-authorized respirator face masks. Go to thenewdealshop.com now. That's Free FedEx two-day shipping and a bonus 10% off FDA-authorized respirator face mask at thenewdealshop.com. Go there now. Do it. Do it. Oh, do it. Now, um, 
Michael Cohen's new book. Yes, which Lord. We're recording on Tuesday. I believe he's on Maddow tonight. Mm-hmm. I I would be watching anyway, but yes. I'm watching with a pen and paper. Totally. Taking well, notes. Well, one of the things Michael Cohen's book says is that Trump held, quote, low opinions of all black folks. Not just some. What? Not You're... one or two, but all black folks. Why didn't you warn me, Francis? Well, I was sitting here. I, I just, I might have fallen out from the shock. I didn't want you to be shocked. Angela. I'm going to tell you the thing that I have found um, there have what kills what I find interesting about the Michael Cohen book is that not only are there new things but the new things are actually shocking to yes. me for example for me and I don't know for you my big shocking one the most shocking one is the fake Obama role play yeah. cosplay well you know what there's video of this this happened yes. this is not a question this absolutely happened he has the receipt the video I'm going to tell you uh, it's so the secret it is so it is deep it is it's a level of occultism for me yeah that is is uh, it's 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 magical thinking it's a, up there with nazism well he was so obsessed with uh president obama mr cohen wrote in his book that uh mr the book describes mr trump hiring a faux obama a fake obama and whoever this is no, they look, show a picture that, of him oh, oh we got to oh. find that bitch he looks a lot like the guy who was on oh gosh i on mad tv i think it was uh, see, no, 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 no 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 um but oh that guy you know i'm not orlando not orlando i don't it might be no i don't think it's orlando but in any case but whoever that person is you need to be spoken to yeah but he uh basically and they he has the video he had this uh fake obama um trump ritualistically which is a very interesting word belittled him in this video and then fires him it's sort of a fantasy fulfillment thing and they and they filmed it yeah this is an adult man no, he he did it so he could have it on replay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so he enough watch to, it. to That's watch his it. Porn. That's his porn. Him belittling, and oh, we don't. My. And I haven't read Mr. Cohen's book. I don't know if he goes into detail about what belittling means, but I think we can guess. Yeah, um, I want to see it. It was supposed to be shown the first night of the Republican convention in 2012, but apparently now what they're blaming in this article is that Mitt Romney wanted time to talk or something. Mm-hmm. But somebody was like. Oh, no, that's no weird. we can't also because he is the most popular president living president and it's probably not a great idea to do that for a lot of reasons but um that is sicko and then it to me it it links conveniently up with having prostitutes the ele- the allegations of the, having the prostitutes take. peeing on yeah. on a, the bed that obama allegedly slept on that's the problem with all of the allegations against trump is that they fit Within behavior we all already know to be true because we witnessed it or it's been heavily, you know, shown to have happened. Yep. Also, the House Democrats are investigating Postmaster General DeJoy over campaign finance allegations, which I looks like, hello. If you haven't seen these, we highly recommend you read these articles because this is when they say campaign. Here's the when you say the phrase campaign finance um allegations of yes. impropriety i think of oh maybe they didn't they didn't realize somebody was lobbyist no 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 we're talking direct crimes yes so uh, it's been reported by the washington post that he asked employees to donate to certain political candidates with all republicans and then reimburse them through bonuses which is illegal that's that's and he's been doing it for years to get to their maximum amounts and with and shamelessly like for example like he has everybody donate the exact the highest amount they can which i can't remember the exact number but it's i want to say it's like 12,600 something like that and then the next day 
they get a bonus for twelve thousand six hundred. Like right. it is, it is egregious and obvious. And and the Democrats are, and they, I don't know why they say the Democrats when they should really be saying um, the House of Representatives. And there were multiple former employees of DeJoy's uh, at his former company, New Breed Logistics. Mm-hmm. New Breed Logistics uh, said that they were asked That's to give money to Republican breed. candidates between two thousand three and two uh, two thousand fourteen. Eleven years. And let me tell you something. He's you top, know he didn't stop. No, he's a top donor. And this is the thing. This is what I, Republicans. I have to say. Not only are you letting Trump implode your so-called party, but all of your scams because this guy's been doing this money scam for the Republican Party for years and now you've lost him. That's right. And everybody who has been doing it about to take a step back oh, too, bitch. Because let me explain something to you. If you're one of the people who got who got pressured into doing this, you need to come forward now. Yes. So that you can be a witness for and not being called as a witness. Yes. Because this is these are these are felonies. These are huge crimes. And lastly, I want to get to this. Two things that are happening in terms of kids going back to school. Uh, Detroit Metro students are back in school. uh, uh, And also this judge denies Des Moines Public Schools request for injunction on online learning plan. What I, these are two communities of black and brown people. Mm -hmm. I live in Los Angeles. We, my kid doesn't, isn't going back to school because you know why? And here in California, we're not going to have that shit. No, not Los Angeles County. Not Los Angeles County. Not rich people. No, R- rich, rich white no, people. Going not going to determine gonna have when it. their kids go back to school. That's and Francis, right. Francis, I'll tell you this from the very beginning. Said I'm gonna wait and see what the rich people are doing At, from from jump. And they were like, "We're not going back to school." She's like, "So Abby, not going back to school." That's right. This is, but they will try this out on Detroit because it's overwhelmingly a city of 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 poor people, yep. poor black and brown people. And and going back to the whole of uh, vaccination virus trusting being able to trust public health what i see here this is no as far as i'm concerned it's like the tuskegee uh not tuskegee but uh, yeah the, the yeah. yeah the experiments the tuskegee, yeah yeah because at the end of the day you're experimenting on black and this brown people this was experiments about syphilis that um where they injected black men with syphilis and yeah, let them and, die. Yep, and let and just let it run rampant. Just to see what would happen. Just to see. And I believe that this will be called, again, the government experimenting on black and brown And I'm getting people. sick of this, too. We were just watching it in the news. I'm getting sick of people saying, you know, they talk about the disproportionate, the communities being disproportionately affected, but they never give you the, the follow-up reason. So I think that there are a lot of people walking around this country thinking the virtue, because there's this fundamental misunderstanding that race is a false category, that the race is human, that we're all humans, and that, right. that there isn't, that black people and white people are not dramatically different in some biological way mm-hmm. that is in any way relevant, that there are, yes, there are certain biological realities, but none of this means, like, you can't do blood or we're not Mm -hmm. the same kind of human being we're in the same genus we're in the same group so but this false ideology that we've put forward that there's some sort of fundamental biological difference between people has lended itself to this being a problem so people tend i think think that if you're black or brown you are more likely to catch this and not understand no if you're black or brown you're more likely to work in the jobs that's not have had the preventative care not have had not have access to the ppe that it's the it is the social uh, socioeconomic realities of being black and brown in this country that make these communities more susceptible not something inherent to black and brownness exactly and that exactly. that can't be said enough because be, I think it's giving these white people a false sense of safety. And, and when you have a judge who denies and makes kids go into a classroom, classrooms that they're going to get Why sick in. Why don't you in, go first? This is my position. Thank you. 
Thank Trump, you. Trump, you think kids should go to school? Then you go. You go sit in a classroom all day with whatever they have, just like you're one of those kids. We'll even give you a big chair. We won't That's make you right. sit in a little chair. That's right. Like, but until you are willing to put yourself and your child, what happened? We were on a set yeah. where we were the stars of this pilot, and they were about to have us do a series of incredibly dangerous things. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at one of the producers who had just had a baby fairly recently. I think that baby was under six months old, mm-hmm. I want to say. And I said, how about this? How about you have you, you and your baby do it first and then we'll do it. Yeah. And then that is when our day changed. That's and right. suddenly we weren't doing it anymore because everybody was cool for us, for to, do us to do it. But when I said, well, you know what? You're right. I should trust you more. But you know what would really make me trust you? If you and your baby do this first and if you do it, then we'll do it. And they were like, you know what? I don't know if we need this shot. I was like, exactly. That is where I'm at. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. I want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com and at idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com and all the various other places you can leave messages. It says, uh, this is from Melody Art. Thank you. It says, uh, happy September from Frangela. That was because we sent her a video. And it says, lean all the way in. Thank you for the video, ladies. You always brighten up my day. And just between us, there have been plenty of times your podcasts and videos lifted me up when I really needed it. Keep the good vibes coming. I'm sending them right back. Helpless romantics are still out here. I want that Nisi and Jess Betts kind of love. They're adorable. If you know anyone in the Jess range, please set me up. I'm 32 and still cute. I know you are, girl. Of course you're cute. Hugs and kisses, Melody. We love She's you. She's talking about leading it about um, we, um, when you, our Patreon uh, friends, we send uh, videos every month and stuff. And this video, we... We, it's we very tried. funny. It's really funny. I will tell you this. We may just have to put it up on YouTube because it's just really <laughs> funny. My sister called me and she was like, okay, this is really, really, really hysterical. <laughs> because as is usual, we keep it real, right? right? We don't, we're not editing. We don't make ourselves look any better than we are, right. whatever, which is clear when you see this. But I, we asked the question of, should I dye my roots? Which I know is, you're like, why wasn't this in the main part of the podcast? <laughs> this is a really big issue. Uh, because I am just, I've got that, I'm scared by a ghost white hair thing going on. Like, and it's some of, I get those silver. Why does it have to be a different texture? I don't know, girl. But that's what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from uh, from our Patreon messages. This is from Peter D. Thank you so much. He says, good evening, ladies. I'm watching the DNC, and it just seems the perfect time to become a Patreon. Like many of your fans, I've wanted to figure out a way to support your intelligent and form of humor during these challenging times. But to be quite honest, it was the insight, perspective, and education that you gave me during this summer of protests that enlightened me the most. Thank you so much. I'll send you a longer note sometime that will probably only serve to give you more reason to be wary of this segment of your fan base. Mm. 65 and up, college-educated, suburban white male. But now it is time to pay attention and be reminded why I'm still proud to be a Democrat. You go. You go. So until Friday morning, let me just say thanks. Wish I could do more, Peter D. You have done more than enough. Let me tell you what this means to us, besides obviously helping us, you know, stay alive and live. It can be hard when we're all in our own little bubbles to feel like you're doing enough or like you're doing the right thing. And I think we that many of us struggle with that. Like, what what can I be doing? What should I be doing? And when we hear from you that we've made some kind of a difference, it makes 
it makes me feel, and I think it makes it you feel too. Yeah, like I am doing the right thing, and yeah. it's it's it, it can be the boost. It's our fuel. So yeah. thank you for writing us, and 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 thank you for writing us in whatever way you do. Please, yes. thank you, thank you. Uh, and now it's time for resistance wrap up, and we want to ask you if you're a family member of the sexy liberal family, uh, you may know, have known, or did know Cordell Garrett. And he was part of the sexy liberal family for years. He's been a, he's been a friend, um, oh. Stephanie Miller and the the Mooks and the family for as long as we've been there. Exactly. And um, Cordell Garrett is um, was a wonderful, wonderful person who was funny and challenging. Yes. And he was raw and raunchy and. And had really bizarre. He had amazing dreams, and he never lets go of them. Even facing really, really hard challenges and things, he never, he was never, he never gave up on those dreams. And and that's one of the things. When we found out, we heard that he passed away. He transitioned on September third, and um, from COVID. And as is the case in many of our lives, his family and and friends, they're trying to pay for his funeral, and 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 we. If you have anything, I mean a dollar, anything is yeah. helpful. Because if, if everybody listening gave a buck or to one to five dollars, it would really help. That would that could probably cover his funeral and, and that could really help all the people's, you know, trying to make that happen at a time when it's just so hard and we want to do right by our people and the people we love. Yeah. So um if you can go to we've put it up on Twitter and Facebook, but there's a GoFundMe and it's uh it's a GoFundMe dot com backslash f backslash funeral dash arrangements dash four dash cordell dash garrett so if you i think if you just go to gofundme you put in funeral arrangements for cordell garrett you should be able to find it if not write us we'll we'll try to get there and look on the various sites also um the funeral home that 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 is dealing with his services is hunter's funeral home um if you go to huntersfuneralhome.com and look under obituaries you'll find cordell and you know He's somebody who wrote to all of us, I think, in this community often. Yeah. And that when he passed his last communication, he he was just tired and he thought he was just taking a nap. Yeah. And it's really sad. And he's somebody who, no matter how bad he felt, he was in this community for other people. So yeah. we know it's, it's not a normal thing. But if ever, if you can, even if you can just put up a message or a memory of him, I know that would mean so much to his family. Yeah. And to him, you know, it's yes. like, you know, Cordell was the, you know, he just was in there and he was, you know, fantastic. And on he got everybody's attention. He did. He just did. And I just I, I think that for a man that we never met personally not in the flesh in the flesh you know he has affected so many people in this community and so i feel like we have a responsibility to do right by him that's right and i mean it if you don't if you don't have any if you don't have the resources to share right now we totally everybody understands that even just a good thought a good thought because like go to the funeral home and there's a place to put up memories and thoughts and i know that his family and friends would appreciate hearing from from people who who interacted with him and anything you could say that might even bring a smile to their face would be really lovely and i think it goes a long way to to healing yes 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 i'm francis callier i'm angela v shelton we are frangela thank you so much for listening to the, the final word and thank you and remember to write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and follow us at social media at frangela duo that's d-u-o and a big thank you and we love you so much to our amazing production team gail and laura <laughs>